Welcome to Sisters Inc., our podcast for and about women business owners, brought to you by Black Enterprise and sponsored by Nationwide. I'm your host, Elisa Gums. Black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in America. And on every episode of Sisters Inc., we'll sit down with one successful CEO and share how she slayed the challenges of being a black woman in business. Today's episode is all about increasing your sales by selling smarter, not harder. We're chatting with Sharice Jones, the owner of Sassy Jones Boutique in Richmond, Virginia, whose innovative online and e-commerce strategies have taken her business to the next level. Welcome to Sisters Inc. Cherise. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for sitting down with us. Absolutely, it's such a pleasure. I'm honored to be here. I want to start with how jewelry and accessories became a passion for you in the first place. Oh my gosh, it started with my grandmother. Like when I was five, I was majority raised by her. And seeing how she put herself together, going to Pentecostal church, which by the way, was right across the street from her house. I mean, the, her pearls, the way that she wore her furs, it was just ingrained in my DNA. So when it was time for me to exit my corporate job and figure out what I wanted to do for entrepreneurship, it was the right next step for me. And fashion has always been in the forefront, but I wanted to do things that had a low cost to entry, a low barrier to entry, and accessories are one size fits all, right? And so unlike shoes or clothing, it was the best, cheapest way for me to start my business small scale. So speaking about your transition to entrepreneurship, you've said that there were a lot of signs all okay. along the way that you were always <laughs> meant to be an entrepreneur. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, I didn't know what it was called back then. But what she's referring to is I continually, I was fired probably like three good times. And girl, I'm talking about like good jobs, right? <laughs> Like from, I remember uh, one was a Fortune 50 company and I was building a home, right? I had a cash paid wedding that ended up featured in a huge magazine. Good job. Got pulled in a room, sitting across the desk from a manager and he didn't like the way I did something. And I remember begging, I was pleading for my job. I asked him for mercy and he put his head down and he was like, I cannot, I just cannot. Like your time is done. And I'm like, no please keep me. I thank him to this day because if I had not got pushed out of the nest, I would still be there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So even though you got pushed out, yeah. starting as an entrepreneur is scary. Heck yeah. And you admit that you were scared oh. for your first trade show, but that you did it anyway. You did it scared. Girl, there are days where I'm still afraid. I don't think the fear ever goes away, honestly, but I think the more mature you get, you learn how to manage it, you know? But in the beginning, yes. And when I did that trade show, tons of fear. I was around all of these other well-known jewelry brands. There was Tracy Lynn, there's paparazzi. So it's like, who am I to come and show up in this way when there's all of this other well-established branding? But I did. I gave it my all, and that one day was so important to my brand. It let me know two things. Through my interaction with the customers, hearing things like, I don't think I'm pretty enough to pull a necklace like that off that close to my face, or I don't think I have the confidence to rock something like that. Just these self-defeating messages that these women were saying before even trying statement accessories, right? I became addicted to turning them around, right? And addicted to that light of transformation in a very small way. And then the second thing was, I looked at how much money I made that day for that one trade. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, girl, I can leave my job though. You know, like if I continue to do this in a much smarter way. So even though there was fear there, it was so important for me to learn the lesson. So from the very beginning, you put a lot of effort and energy into online marketing because you were literally doing physical tours up and down the East Coast yes. and you were a new mom. Yes. What was that like? Insanity and I do not recommend it but there's a, um, my favorite rapper is Jeezy and so he has a quote that you so get you it how you live. <laughs> I just right might now. you just okay. never know. Okay. However you got to get it how you live right so at that point the only way that I knew how to exit my corporate was to do these trade shows and I booked myself out for an entire year and let me explain what that looks like. Like Orlando, New York, and maybe Philadelphia in a 30-day cycle for a year, right? I flew nowhere. I had a minivan. I drove physically to all of these locations. The first year of being a mother, and not just any kind of mama, a twin mother, right? So four, when my boys were four months old, we were in the, in the minivan with the pop-up shop in the back, driving to Orlando to the um, Black Women's Expo and trying to sell my wares. In that year, I learned a lot. It was completely unprofitable, right? Mm -hmm. I was physically spent, mentally spent. I mean, all the things that you, your body goes through as a new mom, the sleepless nights. There were so many nights driving home in that minivan that we still have today, the Honda Odyssey, where they still have it. <laughs> big up to the Honda Odyssey, girl. It's still in the driveway. <laughs> but so many nights, angels guided that vehicle home because I was just so tired, but still trying to reach my dream. And I could only do it for a year. And at the end of that year, I was like, okay, well, God, it's time for me to go back to work. This is insanity. I should be home with my children. My husband needs me. You know, I'm supposed to be home doing all the womanly things. I'm supposed to be breastfeeding. I'm supposed to be doing all of this, right? But here you are, little girl, out here trying to make a name for yourself. Who were you to show up in that way? But I did, and gosh, the investment was so worth it. But the solution, excuse me, <clears throat> the solution to you was online. Yes. And so I want to talk about your sparkle party. Okay. First of all, for, for everyone who doesn't know, <laughs> what is a sparkle party and how did you get the idea? Oh my gosh. Okay, so a sparkle party is where, I want you to think of the last time that you ordered something online, right? Mm -hmm. And you got it and you hated it. You're like, <laughs> you wish you would have been able to talk to that the business like owner. Week. Girl, it happens to me all the time. Yeah. Straight molly -wopped. And we work <laughs> way too hard for our cash, right? So think of that moment, that pain point, but also think of maybe if you had an interaction with the business owner and was able to ask her questions before you made a purchasing decision, um, maybe you'll develop a relationship with her. If she's consistent enough, maybe every time you have um, an idea in her field, your brand's going to be top of mind. So a sparkle party is every uh, Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where all of our fans all around the globe, over 30,000 viewers every single week, come and I teach them how to style new arrivals, but in a way that you've never seen. So there is live music, there is an entire production set, like five cameras and like 12 staff members, and it's so much fun, so much fun. But that's how I was able to start deepening the relationship with the customers. We're gonna take a quick break right now while we fix our crowns over here. Okay. And we'll be right back. Okay, cool. 2020 marks the 15th anniversary of the Black Enterprise Women of Power Summit, hosted by ADP. 
where executive women of color, business leaders, and entrepreneurs share their incredible journey to help you succeed with yours. Every single day I wake up, I hustle. Join us March 5th through the 8th at the Mirage in Las Vegas. For more information, log on to blackenterprise.com slash WPS. Be there. Welcome back to the Sisters Inc. podcast. We're chatting with Sharice Jones. You were just telling us about your sparkle party. Yes. How did the idea come to you? Actually, I was looking at uh, Periscope one day and just watching this woman's live stream. Her name is Adia Rogers, and she was talking about demonstrating your brand like HSN, and if you could create an HSN-like um, experience for your customers, how powerful it could be. And I get my downloads from God at like four o'clock in the morning, right? Like you gotta be sensitive to it. And he just deposited, it's called the Sparkle Party. And so that's where the idea came from. And listen, humble beginnings. That Sparkle Party started in my kitchen. I could not afford a ring light. I bought a light, you know one of them floodlights that you put in the back? <laughs> yes, outside girl with the clam at the bottom Depot. from Home Depot. Okay. I clipped it to a dining room chair and that was my light. Um, no, no stand for my cell phone. I had two diaper boxes um, and I just le leaned the cell phone on there and I just used what I had in my home. Um, just to start, I didn't let any excuse stop me. What I love about the parties is that they're not like selling. They're no. really like oh, yeah. educational. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's our marketing strategy. I believe in teaching versus selling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you've been so successful with them. You mentioned that you do them every Wednesday night and you can bring in $10,000. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. in one day. In one hour. In one hour. Yes, yes. I mean, that's just sparkle party sales. I mean, that doesn't count all of the sales that we get on a regular basis from e-commerce. But that activity of teaching your customer, engaging with them, creating a relationship with them, and also having an offer that is specific and time-bound is gold. And our customers look forward to it. Also, consistency. There's times I don't go live and they're like, Sharice, did you die? And you <laughs> You know, so it's imperative to show up on a consistent basis for your community. That's the best. You know, you always wonder who's going to look for you when you die. Well, right. you know, you're married Girl. and you have twins, but your customers <laughs> will be like, um, we have not heard from you. It's Wednesday. Where are you at? You've been so successful with the e-commerce that you were actually able to sort of reverse engineer what most retailers do. And you opened up a retail shop after you yes. were already selling online. Uh -huh. Why bother? Girl, it fell in my lap. If, if you asked me, do you want a store? Like if you asked me that question a year ago, I would have said no. I was only searching for a larger place to ship my orders, a bigger warehouse, that's it. I came across this location. It had great potential for retail foot traffic. So we opened up a store in the front and had online in the back. Right? I was only there for online anyway. The store was pure profit. Only there was an issue. We grew quickly, about 90 days. Our online division grew out of the back of that store as well. So our online now has a legit real warehouse. And that's how we ended up with the retail store, which is still there. And the customers love it. That's awesome. Um, speaking of some of the other e-commerce things you do, it's not just sparkle parties, no. which as amazing as they are, um, are once a week. Um, you also have a mobile app. Uh -huh. You also have a subscription box. Yes. Tell us about starting those. Yeah, so the mobile app came out of a necessity for me to 
push notifications to the consumer's hand. We always have our cell phone with us, which is what I'll be speaking about here, but I need to be able to get messaging to you quickly. So that was the idea for the mobile app. Um, it's clean, it's a really engaging way to shop. Now the subscription box, was for a different customer. We have a customer that's not ready to pay $50 for a necklace, but she wants to like dip her toe in the pool a little bit. Mm -hmm. And maybe she doesn't know how to put this stuff together. So for $29.99 each month, we'll deliver a whole look, no matter where you are in your style journey, directly to your door and they eat it up and it serves a whole totally different customer base. And so we're able to have tons of different demographics under one brand. So what's next for Sassy Jones? Oh my goodness. So I have to, I have a responsibility to teach women and take women along with me. I had the distinct opportunity of meeting Michelle Obama. After I got to meet her and hug her and smell her freshly curled <laughs> ironed hair, I was, <laughs> I'm serious. I was like, oh, she's sister girl. She smelled like curling iron. <laughs> But she told That's what me, every black woman wanted to oh, know. Oh, yes, like, yes. She Obama is sealed. Like? She's curling iron. Yeah, hot and gold, honey. But, <laughs> but she told me that I had a responsibility to take others along, and it hit me in my gut. Like, you can get advice, you know, and you can sort of let it, let it like, die down your back. Mm -hmm. I knew exactly what that meant. So what's next for me is I have a class called Grace Over Grind. It teaches women how to work smarter, not harder, and it is a one-day intensive for serious entrepreneurs. And you can learn more by going to sassysuccessacademy.com. And we do this class once a month, and I have women that fly all over the country to come into my business in my corporate office so that we can learn these strategies together. I love the idea of Grace over grind. Yes. So much of the talk around entrepreneurship over the past 10 years has been about grind and yes. hustle and that's important oh. and that's good. But what I'm hearing from black women so much now is that they needed solutions that worked for them. Yes. They didn't have the time to put in that grind. They yes. had things that were more important to uh -huh. them. Families that needed yes. their attention yes. and there are so many smart ways to do this mm -hmm. without grinding all the time. Totally. Who wants to do that? Who wants to do Not that? Not me. Who wants to drive the minivan <laughs> from Richmond to Miami to, Philly, to New York? Yes. Been there, got the sparkling t-shirt, you know, and I've been through it so that's why I can speak intelligently about it, but happy to deliver that. Well, thank you so much, Sharice, for sharing your small business success story with us. And for everyone out there, go see her stuff for yourself at shopsassyjones.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Sassy Jones Boutique. Thank you so much for having me. Check out the podcast channel on blackenterprise.com to find Sisters Inc., sponsored by Nationwide, and other podcasts by Black Enterprise editors, writers, and experts. Be sure to subscribe to Sisters Inc. on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. And if you like what you hear, show your love by leaving a five-star review and put a sister on by spreading the word. This is Elisa Gums with Sisters Inc. for Black Enterprise. Thank you for listening.